Oh, what about what about what about mum? What about understanding mum going to school? And what when she left? When she left to put here? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I to Turukina. And the fact that her sisters went to St. Joseph's and she went to Turukina? Yeah, cool. What's behind that? Okay, let's roll into that then. So this is chapter two. Tarity Edwards? Yeah, 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 yeah. So where did Nan grow up? Fana, where did she spend most of her uh, childhood? Oh, well, she was born born up at um, on Maramatu on the what was then known as um, her well her father's um, Edward's estate. Edward's estate. Oh yeah. The house is still there today. Hey. And that, yeah, and that was um, that's now the she oh no the manager's house at. Um, one of the um, uh, one of the lands trust to Whitey because it, it it got sold. Uh, the block, which was their father's land, and um, and then um, went into general land, and then it got um, re uh, purchased by the trust board and and two other lands trusts to get it back to get it back basically. Oh yeah. Back into into Māori, Māori land ownership, and uh, but the house is still there. So she, she was she was born there, and then when her father died, and I think she was what five, five was it? I can always remember her saying she remembers the trip back yeah. to Nere, just yeah. on the horse and the cart. Yeah, yeah I heard that story. Oh, yeah, did did it. It. what was that story? The horse and cart from Old Maramutu. So from being on the, being from being in a, in a born in a house on a, on a farm estate. A flash house too at that time. Flash house to being packed up. Oh, after he passed away. Yeah, so she was the the last. She was the last child of, of her father's, but her father had two adult families prior to that. Mm. So her brothers and sisters were a generation older than her. So in her words, they were sacked off the, the farm and sent back to the park. <laughs> oh. These are her words. And the only thing she ever got out of that Edwards estate was they paid for her schooling. Those are her words. <laughs> Oh wow! So she's here. So sorry. Who did she go end up at the par with? Who did she go back there with? With her mum, Nanny May, who was from Tiriri. Oh wow! So, so there was a a disconnection between mum and the Edwards family from then on. Told me there was. Yep. Well, certainly she certainly harboured some, you know. Um, uh, yeah. Strong feelings. Strong feelings about it. And um, she had a relationship with Eva. Oh yeah, no, I don't think. Um, yeah, no, she had a relationship. She, and and um, and the um, um, Richard's mother. Yeah, and no, so not that she more, didn't. Um, more with the women than the men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the the yeah the anyway. 
And so anyway. that decision to sell the house, it wasn't Nan's mum then. Didn't sell the house, they kept it. She was a threat to their inheritance. So there was a younger wife, a very much younger wife. The, the, her father was, her father I think was, whatever, 65 when she was born. Yeah. 70, closer she to 70. 70. So when got she was born. And an interesting story would be, how come he ended up with five, was it five farms? Paku. Yes, Ken, I've, I've been thinking of that. And I, 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 I think my take on it is that he put and leased mm. multi-owner ownership land. Yeah. Mm. Thank you, Sophia. He was a hard worker, mum said. Worked mm. hard. Put, put, put land into good use. But, um, yeah. I, I, I talked to Robert on Friday about taking me for a tour around the, mm. and going back to the house. So, oh, and so when um, her and Nanny May rocked up to Tereri, it was just them two? Um, no other children? Any other siblings with them? With her? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So mum was... It was Sally. Well, she, wouldn't, she wouldn't, wasn't with them. No. Um, I don't know who was looking after all of them. Where was... Where was... Yeah. They must have been at the car. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. They must have been flying right out. Would yeah. they? Well, that's something we'll um because we're keen to and to call it all to them too, eh? So it'd be good to get their um like to who? They did. To who? Oh no. <laughs> you say Auntie Sally. No, that's mum's sister we're talking Auntie about. <laughs> Auntie Sally's the namesake. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 here's here well oh, maybe Sally. Sally was farmed out, farmed out to... Um, well, she went to her grandmother's. She went to her grandmother's for a while. Um, that's um, the bishop. Uh, we've got a, we've got their, her photo on our wall here. Um, and then, and then, I don't know what age or era, then she went over to the Hawke's Bay. I don't know when that was, but... But she been. had land because she had, at the end of uh, Waiweka. Yes, that was with her. That, that was her grandmother. Ah, and she's that's the photo on our wall. It's the stately lady in the blue dress. Oh, yeah. oh. Um, uh, oh gosh, I just got. I've, yeah. Anyway. Mm. Anyway. So, yeah, I can always remember Mum telling stories, talking about going back to school of the Tereri gang walking to school, and yes, <laughs> so you had. Uh, who did they have? Thompson Clay? We've got that photo. Uncle Ranch. Yeah, of Anzac Day. That was the era of children. Yeah. Yeah, that line of... Uh, Hedia. Yeah. Hedia. Uncle yeah. Ranch. Thompson. Yeah. Uh, we've got that photo and mum's there in her lovely white socks and uh, black shoes, but that was Anzac Day. Uh, and, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, but yeah. That, that was the era of, yes. Mum, mum always told me that because she was the favourite of Rotahate, my namesake, mm. she was given money. Yeah. That's right. So she always had the sixpence. She was spoilt. And Reg knew that. Yeah. Apparently. Reg always knew that mum had the money. 
and she would buy the lunch and then all the other kids would, um, yeah, I win. <clears throat> so they and would they, walk to Kura every day from Tere into town. Yeah, or, or, or the buggy. And um, and on the way, um, and this is in her, this is in her story um, that I brought down the other week, Jared, and I, I left it at Chad's. So I should have given it to you. Um, on the way, on the way from Tereri to town, that every every family had their Pākehā. That's what you used to call them, and their Pākehā would have they'd pick up clothes or you know secondhand clothes or whatever. That was that was their um, sort of like their adopted adopted Pākehā Pāno, and so they'd come home with whatever the clothes or whatever. But you know, she when when she described it to me there was it, it was almost idyllic yeah you know but when i look back mm. they you know in 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 deprivation terms they were they were mm. poor but you know never she never described it like that and you know no, never, no, no, it was, it was and, always, then, and the same with i think of that boarding school boarding schools in that era must have been and run by run by uh churches must have been tough, but Mum really loved her, her never, schooling. I never heard her talk. I never heard her talk um, in in um, disparaging terms about no. her experience at at, at at boarding school. Even well, the boarding schools weren't weren't there to to provide them with higher education. It was no. practical no. skills like cooking, yeah, and uh, yeah. fucking all the cows and yeah. getting the milk and farm workers, farm worker job, and, yeah, providing That's the. Right. Um, skilled labourers or That's right. workers. workforce and Ranganui voters on his I gave you that paper, eh? Educate anyway, that that's right. But the um the that photo that we've got, which I'll give you Jared as as that a good one for, for for the book. Yeah, on the Anzac Day that mum she had a vivid memory. Um so they'd make um they'd make um the rosettes or the um, floral wreaths for Anzac Day, and they'd walk to town. And um, her memories of that photo was they all had a wreath, but as as they were walking to town, I don't know which one, Uncle Thompson or Uncle Reg threw theirs into the bush. Couldn't be bothered carrying it and threw it into the bush. And then somebody, somebody, somebody ratted on them, and that, that was it. They got the wrath of the nannies when they got home. <laughs> so. So, um, uh, how long was she in the port or out the path, or did she go from the path straight down to boarding school? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know what how old. Well, through all all her primary school. Her primary school at the path at the um at the path at the path. Um, and and one of her one of one of the things lots of stories, but um, one of her jobs was to um stack the kumara in the kumara pit, like they all, they would have all done that, you know, but um, that that's a, a, a story I remember because she was the smallest, she could get into the kumara pit and, and, and stack it. But um, the other kids from the Sounds of Things at the par were highly jealous of her because she was spoiled. She was yeah. spoiled by Ruta Hate. And there's a photo, we've got a photo of her with a doll and it's Christmas day. No other kid is given a doll at the right, car, but, she's, yep. yeah, 
but she's got this doll. So you imagine how the other kids must have felt. So would she have been the youngest at the par at the time? or No, no, no. She, no. she was favoured by Rotohati, yeah, who yeah. had no kids. Yeah, yeah. It was an old man with no kids, and, and, and sort of mum's job to look after him, make sure he had enough kai, and mm. I don't know whether he lived in their, in their kota or yeah. another one. Yeah. But, but, that's that's but who you're said, named after, Uncle Rora. Yeah, yeah. But she said, um, you know, all the nannies, they, um, they had their mokos, and, you know, they would um, have competitions, each nanny, with their mokos. So, you know, it was, um, it was highly competitive. So, you know, the um, mum talks about um, how they were learned to swim. They learned to swim, and the, and the nannies would just take them down to the river and, you know, make them swim against the tide. And that was their that was their competitive training, and um, um, they would have competitions. The nannies would um, be egging on their mukos to beat the other mukos. Which and is and, and, which is why Nan always said Ken was a fast All Black because of her. <laughs> never any reference to Papa, who when we go over there we see these photos of Papa on an athletic track striding out. <laughs> Oh no, all, all the genes came from Tadiri. She's from She was a good athlete and sportswoman, and, and the Tadiri, as, as did all the places, all the Marais, they had their tennis team. They had their oh, tennis yeah. Team. So she yeah. was good at tennis and netball. Yeah, no, no, she was. I, I think Ken. Didn't her and Cy McLaughlin win the Bay of Plenty Māori doubles? I think they might have. That's something that's always stuck in my mind. Yes, they did, because she got Cy McLaughlin oh. to, to try and coach me doubles. Oh, did he? Yeah. Did she? <laughs> yeah. And he did. Well, he tried to. And Cy McLaughlin lived on the house on the corner of Goring and King. Yeah. Yeah, right there. Jared. Right there. Oh, wow. And Cy, yeah. and, and I, I went to the... Barry Harvey and I. Yeah. Oh, you came up often. Small town useless. Simon McLaughlin trained us us for doubles. And because uh, we thought we were pretty good. I think we might have won the Bay of Plenty schools. Oh, might have been uh, juniors or whatever. So we thought we'd go to Auckland. <laughs> <laughs> you played at um, Windmill Courts. Yeah, just one game. <laughs> <laughs> Just one. Get it out. We Get went. It out. We went. Yeah, we were going. That's right. Um, go, going back, going, going back to the par. Another memory that Mum uh, talks about. And, and uh, hey, I just need to get to this folder, Jared, with all her stories. But she talks about uh, they um, every every Fano at the par had a um, or might have been hapu. Have to check that. Um, had their day with the abattoir. And on that day, for the abattoir, they, their job was to wade across the river with their kits, with their kete, and they would get all the offal. And that was a pretty exciting day. Again, you know, when you look back at it, that's how poor they were. They were reliant on, but, you know, mum never, mum never spoke about it like that. It was quite exciting. Yeah. They'd wade across the river and that was, I think Tereri was a Tuesday or something. Yeah, Tereri, because that, their nickname was Tereri Tere Tittle Tittles. <laughs> the other hapu would call them Tereri Tittle Tittles, <laughs> something like that. It'll be in her story. 
But, you know, that was their job, and they'd go across on that day, and they'd collect the offal. It's all the insides of, you know, the of the, of the um, animals, and that would be, you know... And the pig's bladder would be blown up for the kids to play with, a ball. <laughs> that was their... That yeah, was their, yeah. Part of their, um, also, yeah. she said that there was a warm spring just at the back of the park. Well... They used to wash it, Uncle Gary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, Dad always, Dad always wanted to investigate that. Yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a couple her, of good... her, her one frustration that she carried through to, she always talked about this, she always did, was there, there was only one swimmer better than her at the park, and that was Hedia. She always beat her in the river. That's a kahika. Yeah, and it was the Otara River they'd swim at. The, yeah, like, yeah, just yeah, yeah, straight yeah. Down. Yeah. Just down the... Yeah. yeah. Now, Tereri was at the site that it was at now, at that time? Oh, yeah, but it had... It looked different. It had um, kautas and, um, you know, little little huts where they lived. <laughs> mm. Oh, wow. Like mm. actual huts, mum, or like... Kauta, like... Well, we call them cows, small little, little sheds, small, little sheds where they'd live and eat and sleep, and then, and then they they had the um, the meeting house. So I guess that was their communal. They actually ate in there too, eh? You seen the photo of them? Yeah, there's photos, Jared. Photo here of them having their um, uh, kai on the on the lawn because oh, they had no funny kai. Oh, I'm not sure, but yeah, it'd be good to get that because that's like those, yeah. that stuck in the but, they, but they also used to eat in the Whanganui's, so though. It's interesting, eh? Mm. It was like all the, it's just just um, being practical, I guess. But yeah, um, so we're talking um, like wooden floors in their in their little what do you call? Oh, dirt floors, dirt floors, mate. Dirt floors. I don't know how many times we heard that. It's a dirt floor. How many times? Oh, sack carpet. Wow. You're lucky. And mum, mum swears that her her bloomers yeah. made out of um, made out of flower bags. They were they were the champion flower that she had <laughs> that she was branded across her bum. Champion. A branding before Nike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, that was the early days of sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Wow. Well, oh, okay, you know, um, I think I think your nan had a lot of self belief. <laughs> a lot of self belief. That's what I'm saying. So when she recounts that, and you know, I look back and think, "Cross, that's well." At, at the time, you know, it, it, it almost sounded idyllic. But you yeah. know, when you look back, but it pop, would have been deprivation at its greatest, right? Leading up, it, either leading up or into the depression. Now, Mum was five and twenty-six. We're talking about depression years. Yeah. 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 Actually, what you're saying, Ken, is interesting because Adihia talked about our Pākehā that would give them clothes. I think in the during the depression, the reverse happened. The Māoris kept the Pākehās supplied. Well, I was going to say, the, the impact of the depression, if you don't have a, if you don't have a job that earns money and you're, you've got a bit of land and you've got your resources are food, which you can gather and get. Yeah, you're rich. Well, you yeah, exactly. You've always got food on the table. Mm. Actually, when you think about it, not dissimilar to the COVID. 
the effect on the Portuguese, it'd be interesting to look back at the effect on the depression on the Portuguese because it was majority Māori who had the ability to live, you know, subsistence living. Yeah. Which they still do now. And the effect of, of COVID lockdown on job losses hasn't been, so as far as we know at the moment, as yeah. the impact has been nowhere near like around the country. But we didn't have the land, though, eh? So they, that, that, so literally, you know, going across and collecting the offal, they're, um, they're, I don't know what they, what they, well, they had that patch at the far, I guess, but they also had their, their gardens were actually at, um, down by, um, you know, where the, the new bridge is, Jared, the, the, the bridge across the, the, uh, the river to go to the beach. Their garden was all the way down there. Yeah, so they would, but they would camp there. And I remember Mum saying this story. So they they would camp there in the season, whatever they'd be growing, and then um, they would come across, wade through the river. These are her words: with their clothes above their head, and then put them on the other side, and then go to school from there. So they would, um, you know, depending on the season. So that was a. So that was obviously a. Um, a harvesting place, but they also had the river, and you know that was um, that would feed them as well. But I don't know whether they had any. Um, they must have had cows and stock, but not obviously not. Yeah, not a lot. No, they would have had a cow for milk. They would have had a cow. They would have had yeah. cows. And, yeah. I, and I, I, from what I gather, that also each hapu had areas back in the bush that was their special spots for whatever kai they gathered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So that was... Um... No one known. And they still are known. <laughs> so um, what else would she do when she's in a Portuguese? You know, she's um, helping with the kai and gathering that and going to... Any other stories you've heard of her time? As well, her mother, got, her mother organised... Uh, well, Auntie Tangi and Auntie Violet went to boarding school as well. How did her mother do that? Murray Affairs loans? Murray Affairs I, I think loans? I, I just read somewhere recently, Ken, back in the day, there were um, uh, Māori kids were sent off to boarding school um, under, under government grants. Yeah. Precisely for that, to train them up to be Brown Parkhouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Or, or to, to be subservient. To, from, be, to be maids. Yeah, you know. to be maids in that. Yeah. Um, oh, is that to sew and to cook and to, and to have manners. Domesticated. Um, I, I do know that that's what, I, again, Jared, this is all in mum's stories. We probably just need to give you this, the, the book. Um, but, um, yeah, those are her words about the Edgewood estate. They paid for her education. Mm. Which is probably why she would, I always couldn't figure out why the, the other two were travelling to St. Joseph's. And mum then went to Turukina. Oh, she did tell a story, why? I can't remember. It might be in her. Yeah. might be in her. Um, and so even though they, um, were they Māori names but not Māori run? Oh, no, they were very Māori schools. Oh, right. Yeah, but run by the churches. Oh, right. And so, yeah, they had you were, you, were, you, were, you were taught English, not Māori. Yeah, actually, right. St. Joseph. St. Joseph. Maori. St. Joseph's would have been Catholic, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. 
But you think about it back then. I mean, once they, they went to school at the beginning of the year, that's it. It's not like they came back in the holiday. Yes, that's they were yeah, gone right. for the they were gone for the year. They can't just you know hop, so hop, in, the, hop in a car and come home. Well, they would have look, been, at, look at transport in those years, and you'll know what they mm. would have, how long it would have taken them. Wow. Yeah. How, how what? How old was she when she left there? Oh, Tutukina is down Fielding Way. Yeah, I went there before it shut. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was trying um, to go look at some photos. They, they yeah, say the photos well, that's are still, it. But, you know, there. we don't have any school photos of her. No. Um, they, oh, might, yeah. they might be old by now. Might well, be. Um, that's what Have I was trying looked? to do, yeah. yeah. Um, so she, yeah, I don't know. I don't know when she left. Could be archived, not iCard. Yeah, could be iCard. Well, it's iCard. <laughs> Um, you didn't pick that up, didn't you? <laughs> I, I thought you said I thought you said iPad. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what age she was when she left. Form two. Matriculation, I think. Well, she I, I looked it up. I looked up what matriculation was when yeah. we were talking. What is it? It's, it's a qualification that you go on to. And she was so proud. She actually got matriculated, so yeah. she could go to high school. You could go to high school if you didn't get matriculation. That was the end of your. You had to stay ah. there. Oh, wow. That was the end of your education. You always use the word matriculation. Yeah. yeah. So kids didn't go past Form 2. Yeah, you got your matric and you could actually go to secondary school. Oh, so wow. And if you did I it, that was another way of filtering out, filtering out the Māori. Right? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So if you didn't get that, you'd go to work. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. You had to stay at school. Yeah. At primary school until you're 14 or 15. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, then, and then I remember, I remember her telling, she ever tell you? It'll be in her story, um, written story, her first job uh, for an accountant in town who was Māori, Hayes. You know the Hayes from up the coast? Um, oh, was it a lawyer? Was it Potts and Hudson? No, no, Hayes. So she worked in that, you know, the old farmer's building, the old where Hickey's mm. was? Yeah. His, his office was there. So um, can you imagine mum in an office? <laughs> I remember on that, I remember mum telling me in that her first job, I don't know what... Oh, hang on, I'll just... <laughs> hang on, I'll just... Emma wants me. Yeah, um, all good. That, that the... Um, Whoever was there said, um, look, you're better off, you can That's do it. better than this for yourself. That's it. That's it. She was bored, she was bored as heck and she was, she obviously wasn't stimulated by the word. So is this, is this, um, so this is when she got back from Tirukina? Yeah, 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 once she left school. Yeah. So you don't know how she got down there, any stories about, you know, when she got ah. there and when she arrived? Train. She was oh, talking about train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. The other thing yeah. that, uh, talking about the train, um, they would go every year when they were in that, the pa, every year to Waitangi. Imagine that. That's a huge trip. Wow. For I'm Waitangi, to, sorry, Waitangi celebrations, to... they would go every year. That would have been a massive trip. Like, yeah. I'm just trying mm. to unmute Uncle Ken now. I, I muted him and then I can't get him back on. Uh, he's probably muted. 
Does he know how to He's mute? He's probably on the phone. There we are. Okay, sorry um, about that. But really also, Jared, she, she went with her mum, with Danny May, over to Gisborne Way to... What's, what's in the middle of the art in the porch? Mata... Matawai. 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 Uh, and um, there's another... Uh, Karaka? Te Karaka. Well, they go shearing. To go shearing. Well, I So she always talked about her experience as a shearer. And if we let her talk any longer, she would have been very close to getting to the golden shears. <laughs> <laughs> and there, were, there, there was our connection with the Aimana Mahatma too. That that evening. That's why that's, we. Yeah. That's part of the connection. Yeah, yeah. You know, she was a. Yeah, they go sharing. And Auntie Tungi was um, I don't know what she was, whether she was the cook or I think she was the cook. Hmm. But um. Oh. Um. On. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. So while she was down at Turakina, was um, Nanny Tangi and um, one of the other sisters at St. Joe's at the same time? No, there's the 10 older. years difference. They're older. Yeah. Oh, wow, 10 years. I think, um, hey, hey, her brothers were 40 when she was born, some of them. Well, that, yeah, wow. that's from the different From the Edward side? Yeah, that's from the different part. Oh, they're all fathers, yeah. So Nan was the last of Nanny May's children. Both on both of us, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. And the last of her father's children. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, so, yeah, so the so. last of the lot. Yeah. So a generation out, a generation out on both sides. Yeah. Not so much, so much, so much on, on Nanny May's side. Because Auntie Violet was was it ten years? Oh, ten years between Mum and Auntie Violet. Ten years between Mum and Auntie Violet. So Auntie Millie was only how much younger than Mum? Ten, actually. I think she might have been ten. Yeah, so Auntie Millie was um, closer. Millie. Was like Mum's sister. Yeah. But was yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was born. She was born at the park. So mum would have been a young girl. Oh when, wow. When Auntie Millie was born. She's a photo at the park, Jared, with um all all the, the nannies and the mum and uh Nanny May is holding Midiama. There's lots of photos. Yeah. 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 And mum mum would be barely ten. Yeah. yeah. So what would be on Auntie Millie's uh birth certificate as birthplace? Tereri, probably. Tereri, I don't know. Wow. So Uncle Jim and Auntie Millie were born at Tereri. Oh, there might have been anyone else. Auntie Millie, anyway, Auntie Millie and Uncle Jim were born at Tereri. Yeah, they, yeah. Were, they were the only two of the tyres, were they? Ah, uh, no, I think. Who was next? Huya. Born. Huya was, I think. Wow. Oh, no, we came to chat, Uncle Jim. So, um, oh, any I other? Them last week, Jared. He's was, yeah. One of the he'd be, be happy to talk. He would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, any other sure. stories about Turakina and what she got up to there that you guys heard of? No, I didn't get a lot from there other than when she had to go and hold her friend's hand to tell the principal that her friend was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
There was an old girl school. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Um, whether she's got any new written story, I, I yeah. I don't know. Have you? But, yeah. oh, there was only my thought. My all I can think of is is she loved it, and there were animals, a farm. Oh, okay. Was there a farm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they used to have to... Um, oh, having to get up and milk. Yeah, having to get up and milk. And I remember you know, telling stories about them getting into the cream or the milk at night, maybe the cream, as you do in the, <laughs> in the boarding school sort of thing, cream and jam. <laughs> and uh, no, no stories about her sports at that stage? or you know. Oh. They must have played netball there. Uh, Turakina, but I don't know whether we've got any photos or she said much other than. Now her um, one of her very good close friends, not not from here, but Maori. Um, I took Tyler to um to meet her. Actually, Tyler must have been. Well, I wanted to I wanted her to see Tyler. Sonia, her name is. Uh, she's passed away now, but that that day I went to take Tyler to. To meet her, um, there was some photos. Mum wasn't in the photo, but on her wall were Sonia's photos of netball. Mm. So this must have been, this must have been when Mum came back from Turakina. But anyway, um, Sonia made the point of saying, "Your your your nanny was really fast on the court. She was really, and she could jump." <laughs> Those are Sonia's words. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. awesome! Awesome. So but yeah, no, I, I, uh, oh, we got some photos here on the wall of her at basketball and that. Yeah, yeah. So but, she, uh, she, she stayed her full term down at Tinakina and came back at what age? Do you know? I don't know. No, no, you don't know what full term is. Eh? You know, when did they go to? When did they finish? Fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, right. You there? For your oven. Oh, hold on, my oven's beeping or something's beeping. Um, you know, you talk at, at, at 15, she would have, it would have been 1936, say, six, say 15, 16. Yeah. She would have finished school in 36 or 37. Oh, yeah, Ni 1936. Yeah. Wow, so what would have, what's happening in the world at that time, Uncle Ken? Just remind us. Well, she would have had a couple of years working in a portiki, and then she joined the army at the war. Ah. But I'm not sure what year she joined. Are you, Ronald? No, Kim. So straight back to a portiki, back to the marae, do you know? Or back to Tiriri, or? Yep. Right. And I'm just trying to think, at some stage, she and Auntie Tungi bought the house at King Street. Oh yeah. yeah. No, she was she was um she had already left to go to Auckland. Yep. Um she so bought it when she was in Auckland. She, yeah, yeah, so she was she was earning. Um I've I've got the sale. Sale. Things in the, in the file somewhere. Yes, I think she'd left. Mm. She was in Auckland, and her mum and Auntie Sally. Auntie Sally bought the um, bought the house. 
Oh, yeah. So we just go from three of them. From Turakina, mum, back to a Portuguese for a couple of years. Is that when she got her first job, or is this when she came back from Auckland when she got her first job? Oh, no, 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 no. She came back from Turakina to home here and started work. And that's when, as Ken said, you know, the, the boss made the observation that he didn't think this type of work was for her. <laughs> and, I, and I don't know whether um, then, I don't know whether whether she went straight into, was it war then? Did she go straight up? No, to, I'm just trying to work out the chronology. If she stayed at school till 15, that would have been around about 1936 or early 37. Oh. Wouldn't have been Quite a bit of time at home then. She would have had some time at home. And, and then she wouldn't have gone into the army straight away. No. Do we know how um, she, she went about getting in the army? Any story there around how uh, she I think it's pretty easy. You just go to the local office and sign up. Yeah, was it just herself, do you know, or did she have some other groups that all decided to go together? She had her niece with her. Her niece, who comes from the first family of Papu. They signed up together. Are you talking about signing up to the army? Yeah. That's the story from, that she gave me. So they signed up. Um, no, who and, was that? Um, pardon? Who was that? So that the... Um, oh... You know, Malcolm Cairns, Bonnie, Bonnie, her name was. So her father was the um, firstborn of Paku. Um, oh, God, what's the name? Uh, from the, from the, um, from the Kawero lot. So oh, yeah. He, he, yeah. He, married, he married the savage. Yeah. And, and his firstborn, oh, forget his name. <laughs> and um, this was, um, this was his, uh, his, what was it, his firstborn, but yeah, his child, Bonnie. So that was, so this was, um, yeah, so this was mum's brother's child, same age as mum. And, and they, they, his, his, um, oh, she's just died. The last of his children just passed away. So, oh. yeah, they're, they're in town here. And, uh, Anyway, so her name was Bonnie, and they 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 um signed up together on the same day, and yeah. uh, that's yeah. the story about when um you know the person signing them up told them they'd be going into the kitchen. Oh yeah, right there and then, and um, how did they get up to Auckland train again? Or oh, I don't know. I suppose That's I don't sure. know how they got up. There. We have to be. Yeah. yeah. So what's the stories coming out of the army then? How long was she in there for? Like tell us about the um the her wanting to be the gunner and stuff. Uh oh she manned the lot. So so the first thing like well, you know the story about um they they the person signing them up said, Well, just sort of matter of fact factly that they'll go into the kitchen and she said, I'm not going into the kitchen. And um so that's uh and she didn't go into the kitchen, but her niece ended up in the kitchen, and that's where she ended up manning the lights for the guns. I thought she manned the guns, but she manned the lights for the guns up on... What's the name of it, Ken? Where? 
Bastion Point. Bastion Point, around the bays there. Yeah. No, no, it was on. No, it was on the shore. Both sides. No, on both camp, sides. The camp was on the shore. Oh, right. On um, North Head. Hmm. They were based at North Head. Based at North yeah. Head. And um, I don't know. She must have had a pretty. Sound like a quite enjoyable time. But uh, when I look at when I look back now on the photos, in her army uniform, and um. There's lots of photos, lots of, lots of socialising. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll have to get some of those. He was in uh, the photo of her in the in the uh, New Zealand um, artillery regiment uh, basketball team. It was called. Yeah. So th there would have been a lot of you know, at its peak, um, army sport would have been full in New Zealand for women particularly. And, yeah. Um, and and um, she rowed. And she was in the rowing team. Rowing team, and yeah, that's her story. How they tipped over in the in the middle of the Auckland Harbour. Auckland Harbour, and she was the only one who could swim. <laughs> so just tell it. That's what not rowing. Um, that was rowing those navy boats, wasn't it? Those. Um, oh, I not thought rowing. You forget about rowing. I thought it was a race, a rowing boat, Ken. A genuine one. Yeah, yeah, like a like an eight. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. And that I was that was. was. I always assumed it was an eight. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And so what's the story, Mum? They went out for a training session. Yeah, yeah, and no, no one could swim. They, they, tipped, they, they tipped over. And anyone could see them. And there, and there was, you know, there was our mother, obviously slightly coloured, and uh, probably rose tipped the glasses, but she saved everybody. <laughs> so what did she do? Did she swim the shore? <laughs> well, no one could swim, so I guess she had to get around and get them to the boat or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but it was a bit of a laugh. Um, oh, cool. yeah, well, like they had a lot of laughs, didn't they? A lot of laughs. Yeah, look, and, and um, that's the story about, um, you know, when they weren't allowed to go into pubs, Māori. And, um, but, you know, that's, um, her story was that, but that's, you know, that's where they would, um, Meet, meet up. You mm. know, mum. I don't think mum drank at all. But anyway, so that's when she said she posed as a Syrian to get into the pub. Well, that's right. Well, the only and Syrian was the only partially coloured non-Maori um, race that she knew that would get through, and that was that was who the Shalfins were. Yeah, Syrian. Oh, were, they, were they Syrians? Mm. Yeah. So, where was this? The pubs as in Auckland City? Auckland. The Auckland when they get, you know, come together on their days off and, you know, connect and meet. But um, but again, you know, it was when you think back, you well, that's, you know, couldn't get any more blatant racism, but she, she didn't talk about it in those terms. She just, you know, it was just, well, you know, they did what they needed to do. To Marty went allowed in pubs, Jared. Yeah. Well, hey, and somewhere, Ken, where, where did it fit in? That mum worked at the Civic Theatre. Oh, I didn't hear right. that story. That's right. Remember that, kid? I remember that. She worked at the Civic. Yeah. Was that what when she you? was? Was that when she was at Oakley Hospital? Could have been. Was oh, this after um, transitioning yeah. out of the army? That yeah, yeah, that's right. Was that was that her first job after? I don't know. I don't, I don't know whether 
or did she go back or was that no i think she went to after the army the retraining that's when she ended up in Tawamutu. when how did you when was she Oakley. I don't know. I, mean, I think it was after that. That might have been. No, might be no, the, that can't be right. That can't be right. No, it might have been. You know how if you join the army, when you got demobilised, you they got free trade training or free skills training. Yep. And she chose to be a hairdresser. And it might have been out at Oakley that she was a trainee, hairdresser. Ah, and then she moved to Tawamatu. And then, yeah, and that's where she did a little bit of um, pictures there. But she, but she actually did some nursing at Oakley. Or they... Was she a nurse or a hairdresser? I always thought she was a nurse. She was a nurse, sorry. She did nurse at, at Oakley. Yeah. And she was, she'd say that, you know, they'd call her in when the, the mm. Orangi Māori patients. Right. Yeah. Right. And then oh. she might have opted to take on the hairdressing. Because that was yeah, yeah. first, first, yeah. That was she, what was she was doing um, down at... Um, Tokunui. And she must have had... Yeah. Um, and she, she... Do you remember Rora, her taking us back to... Oakley Hospital. So Oakley is where um, Unitech is now, Jared. Carrington, eh? Car yeah, Carrington. So she so, must have had a really soft spot. I remember her taking us back there as she went, she went teenagers. Social work there. Eh? She went back and did social work. Oh, did she? Yeah, when we were at City Minor. Oh. She would go in and visit well, not social work, not officially, but that, she was a, a support worker, volunteer oh, support and worker. Oh, there. There. And, that was, and that's how she knew that wonderful... Singer. Yeah, and that wonderful concert we went to. Yeah, we went to a concert. She took us to a concert, Jared, of the patients doing a concert. <laughs> Very talented. Oh, we'll, we'll get to that. I want to um, so just summarise the good stories from the army because I think that'll be a that, that could be a few chapters. On oh yeah, well, it's sort of. Oh, no, that's that's a chapter on its own. How nanny saved the yeah. how nanny won World War Two. Yeah. Well, yeah. So the, there's the the um, the you know going into the kitchen and then no, you no, I'm not. Um, so tell oh, us. Oh, and how then she... challenging. Sorry, challenging the her um her superiors because they, then the sign came up that they're not not allowed to speak Maori in the kitchen. Yeah. So, so just give us the backstory to that, Mum. So she rocks. Oh, they, you know, when she'd go the... into the mess to the mess for Kai, they would just converse, and then they were told they weren't allowed to. So she'd be talking to all the whānau who were in the yep. kitchen, in the kitchen hands, and they were told told they couldn't uh, speak Māori. Yeah, so what did she do then? Well, she... I don't know how you do this in the army at that era, but, but she apparently challenged that, went to her superior, and the sign came down. But as she said, that's why she never got a promotion. Her <laughs> <laughs> yeah, book during the war is like women... Um, Spike Milligan's book on the war. Yeah. Spike Milligan, Harry Seacombe won the war. Yeah. yeah. She won the war, but she never got promoted. <laughs> so there was an actual sign in the mess to say... That's what she said. Like Marty. And, and, and it's interesting, Jared, talking about these things right now. Yeah. Aye, aye. Right now, and there was Nan... Um, battling it back then. Battling it back then. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. That'll definitely go on the. And those are two. Those are two, 
two very, very distinct in mum's memory. Of very. Very distinct very in mum's memory of doing that. Oh, there's three things. One, you're going into the kitchen. Two, yeah. you're not allowed in this pub. And three, um, you can't speak Māori in the kitchen. Wow. Yeah, and there would, there would be a thousand other little ones that would have just passed by. But she phrased it to me that oh, I pretended I was a Syrian to get in. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was always ways around it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. They, that, that's the resilience, I guess, of living in yeah. a time of, yeah. of such discrimination. Yeah. Have, you, um, have you got a made o'clock session, Jared? No, no, I, I cancelled it because. We've got the anyway. So, um, so, with any stories about her being on the uh, lights on the on the gunner at all? Oh uh, yeah, they tracked. They had an emergency, and they had the guns all trained on a hay bale floating in the harbour. They really they identified searchlights, guns aimed, people out of bed, and it was a hay bale. Yep. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was for anti-aircraft and anti-submarine. They were expecting the Japanese to come either by air or by sub. How does that hay bale get in the air or in the water? <laughs> and and there, there, were, there were instances, apparently, of, of, of submarines in New Zealand waters, Japanese. Wow, so they were specific, like, yeah, they were, this was a real threat. Oh, oh, that's what they were there for. They oh, yeah. yeah. They yeah, wouldn't get past the finely tuned and finely trained <laughs> marksmen of the women's artillery. They wouldn't get past them. <laughs> hey, and Jared, you, you went out to Mototapu Island school camp? Yeah. You go to the gun emplacements? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah those, those gun emplacements belong to the regiment that Nan belonged to. Wow. I didn't realise there was actual threats, come, like potential threats. Yeah, well, they, no, no. They, hey, they, they, there was a, a Japanese submarine went into Sydney Harbour. They think it might have been the same one that came. The same hay bale that came here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, no. There is, there is a report of the German submarine in the captain's log. And I think it might have been, it might have been off Napier or somewhere. Uh, something about... There's nobody there. There's no lights on. There's nothing happening. Yeah. <laughs> now, there was a German one. Went around and yeah. went away. What's a that? German one. Yeah, they sunk. They sunk a, a cargo ship off the coast of. Uh, might have been off the coast of Napier, off the east coast anyway. Wow. Oh. There had, was a New Zealand cargo ship sunk, relatively close to New Zealand waters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, those are those are a handful of good stories then about the army, like you said, uh, the kitchen one, the speaking Maori, the the gunners, the um, actually, the Nan won a different war. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She won a different war, yeah. which is really that's a really good angle to that story. There was a war yeah. going on, but Nan, Nan was fighting her own. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. She, about them in the middle of the night. Her identity. It was a very good. Um, she had a very good friend, um, Jared, during in the army days that she reconnected when we went to live in Kaitaia. Mm. She remembered her friend being from up there, and she tracked her down. Oh, and, she, had, oh. she, she hadn't kept in contact with her. Oh, she might have written. Oh. Yeah, she might have written. But, Velma. but um, Velma Carr. Yeah, Velma Carr. Velma. And she was a very tall lady. 
Yeah. Very tall. Even in modern times, a tall lady. Yeah. So her mum were um, chalk and cheese. Wow. So they were in the army together. Yeah, good mates. Valma. Well, that'll be a character in the book then. Valma and uh, Bonnie. <laughs> what's, her mem what's your memories of Val? Valma Carr? Yeah. Um, a lovely... Lovely, soft. Soft. Yeah. Olive skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both yeah. her and her husband could have been Maori. I know. Oh, yeah, he was. Was he? Yes, yeah. I, I'm, I'm absolutely sure. Yep. I, I, I remember I took mum quite up. A, quite a regal lady. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very soft spoken, mm -hmm. wasn't she? They had yeah. a box of velocks. Yeah, oh, with no. a, with a with those one of those. Um, oh, he was really em dark. Empty orange drink. You know, remember they used to have the empty orange drink. Yeah. Orange drink. Orange, orange drink used to come in a. Like an orange shaped container oh, yeah. on the aerial. Put that on the aerial. <laughs> on the aerial. Yeah, what did they put on the aerial for? Oh, decoration. Decoration. <laughs> I've got a photo of her. I've got a photo of her and Mum in their army uniform, Jared. Yeah, I'm. I'm well, I'll have to track them down because. Um, have you found a Have you found a cartoonist illustrator yet? Yeah, well, I've been speaking to one online, but I, I really want a Kiwi one and preferably a Maori one because I think they can just yeah. do the characters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, haven't, I, haven't put, I haven't turned my head to that. I'll have to think about that. There might be somebody somebody around here. Yeah, I'm going to chase yeah. the guy up locally uh, uh, from Hamilton, but the one I've been speaking to on email, he's overseas. So, um, yeah, I think a, a, a Kiwi one will be better. Um, somebody told me, um, uh, well, I was talking to somebody, I forget, here, and um, they mentioned Mana, but Mana's a, I haven't seen his, uh, he's an artist, but you want somebody who can caricature, eh? Right? Sort of. Yeah, 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 want the, want the kids stuff. Yeah, 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 like the kids and that, yeah. That, um, that war story, actually, when you, the more you think about it, would have wider appeal. Yeah, it's all. Oh. And, an and, you know, it would have wider appeal if it's titled right. Mm. Uh, um, my boys used to break into hysterics about the scene of them, the, all the women, hurtling out of the barracks in the middle of the night with their pyjamas on. It, hair and curlers. Hair and curlers. Boots, trying to put boots on, un, unlaced boots, trying to go down the steps. <laughs> To man the guns. Oh, yeah. wow, the siren went off. Yeah. Oh. The alarms, yeah. For the hay, for the hay bale. For the hay bale. <laughs> yeah. That would be hilarious. Then they turn their guns, they turn their lights onto the, and what do they see? A hay bale. <laughs> Might have been a Japanese one, though. So those were, those were all those, those concrete bunkers along Tamaki Drive, Jared. Yeah, yeah, I just couldn't, just couldn't click that, you know. It was a real, real threat. But I think um, that gives us a good, uh, uh, you know, good two books, eh? Like one with Papa, one one with Nan. So how long was she in the army for? We should look up her war. Her, you got her, either war, her pay book or her record? Yeah. So you could tell yeah. you exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And now when she went down to... Now, this is the end of the war, 47. 
now we're getting to Dad's arrival, and she's a hairdresser at Tokanui, and Dad has arrived in New Zealand, and that's where they met. Yeah, yeah. And you'd have to add the rice pudding to it as well. Yeah, he got caught. Yeah, he got caught in with rice pudding. <laughs> so I think the next corridor would be that, eh? Meeting at Tukunui. Oh. Mm. And, and, and going, yeah, from the meeting on. Yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. Where's gonna... your babies? <laughs> These two. Oh. <laughs> Let's have a look at that. Oh, they're asleep. <laughs> oh, no, you're not. Yeah. Um, hang on, sorry, just stay there, stay there. Yeah. Um, 